Hey everybody, I'm Sam Proof from SamProof.tv. And I'm Art Martinez Tebel from FriendsOfTheTable.net. And this is Kickin', the original crowdfunding show. Catch us live Tuesdays and find the audio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and everywhere podcasts are available. Today, Easter is coming! Dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but first, yeah. This weekend? Uh, yeah, yeah. This, this weekend. Uh, <laughs> the two Jews <laughs> of the podcast can, uh, I, I believe so. <laughs> I think that's when that happens. I had to ask my wife more, more than enough times about that. She was like, it's Easter Sunday. It's on Sunday. I'm like, yeah, but okay. But it that's moved. Fine. And I know, like, it moves, right? like the, it's it's the Jewish people can't really say that all of our holidays move around a lot, but like, it's always December twenty fifth for Christmas. But Easter's like, Easter's still like a quasi lunar holiday. Yeah, I don't get it. Speaking of which, as we're recording this, Happy Passover. I'm not wrong, right? Today is yeah, that's it's okay. Passover. All right. <laughs> We did I it. I don't have anything grounding me to uh, to dates right now, so I'm, I'm lucky to know this is Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> Last night was the first of the, the first night of Passover. Excellent. I drank the tears of my enemies. Isn't that that's one of the things? Is that what we did? No, no, that's not really? it. Really? No. no, I shanked them with a bone. It was. I think I got all the things down. <laughs> and I set fire to their cedar trees. Something. I don't even know what that's from. That I'm, this, I'm, this, all right. I was really pushing I'm it on Seder. I don't know. Okay, no, I'm back. I'm back on board. Okay, good, good. That's that's all the traditions I can recall at this time. I don't know. He throw some eggs at people. I guess there you go. We did not do any quick hits this week, and you have not uh, purchased or received any new uh, Kickstarter campaign stuff. That's all correct. Uh, you know what? And I don't know when this is starting, but these guys uh, from Where's My Chainsaw sent us a uh, sample copy. They they are going to be on Kickstarter at some point. The zombie uh, this is well timed actually, so hopefully this is active. I should have looked this up. It is a zombie uh, card game. There you go. And nothing says zombies more than Easter, which is great because now it's on theme. <laughs> Uh, they do not seem to be up yet. Well, all right. Well, as long as they're not gone. <laughs> I hope they're the... I'm pretty sure they were the ones. Yeah. They, yeah, there was an email. Okay. Um, um, account that only has three tweets, and they're all from, like, two, three and a half years ago, so... Really? Huh. This is, like, really old, like... They just sent this, like, a couple weeks ago. Mm. I mean, it definitely took me a little while to get out, but, yeah... No, you know what? They didn't specifically say Kickstarter. They just said crowdfunding. So maybe they're doing something dumb like Indiegogo. But <laughs> it does not have a launch date on there. Well, Indiegogo is a fine second. Um, it's not a backhanded compliment, is it? It wasn't supposed to be a compliment at all. Uh, and what, what other announcement? We were just featured on... Um, Podcast guests, which is a, a giant podcast new, theoretically a giant podcast newsletter that goes out to oh. potential guests. So hey, we may have some cool guests coming on to uh, talk about crowdfunding campaigns or uh, just tips and tricks of running crowdfunding campaigns. So stick around That's for awesome. that. 
coming up in the, in the near future. Uh, that's about it for that. Let's get into it. We have scoured Kickstarter for any kind of relevant uh, Easter-themed or, uh, you know, based campaigns. And I think I have clearly found a winner with uh, Dead Man's Doubloons uh, about some kind nope. of dead guy. Nope, what? nope, nope, nope. We're not doing – no, hmm, that's, that's really – that's really Dies. not the, the meaning of the season. Well, beg to differ. Fine, I'll find something else. What do you have? I have, because it's Easter, send an egg-cylind egg to Ellen. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie, this is like a big winner, but there's a, there's a, lady, there's a lady, a Heidi Hop. Oh, I just got that. <laughs> It's more Easter than I even imagined. There's, there's a lot of puns going on in this campaign. Um, well, I mean, in real life, rabbits don't lay eggs, so it's... Sure. She's from but, Escondido, uh, yeah. California, and she wants to start a business selling plastic eggs. Uh, I guess the, the uh, whole genesis of this is you're allowed to send a plastic egg in the mail without a outer box. Oh, wow, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. So she can just send these eggs full of stuff. Uh, her example is kind of terrible. Um, yeah, this does not. Uh, again, her, this is very pun based, but uh, yeah. Her first example is you could send someone a Star Wars figure along with quote unquote galactic confetti and a cute note that says, may divorce be with you. And let me tell you, oh. if I'm going to get divorced, I don't want to find out. In an egg with a Star Wars figure in it. I don't know. I mean, depends on the figure, right? You're like, oh, my heart. But I do love Boba Fett. So sure, Yeah. It's got to be Boba yeah. Fett or better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's really, it's really hard not, to find better than Boba Fett. She's yeah. not starting this company on this on this campaign. Well, sort of. What she wants to do is for you to pledge money to... To send eggs to Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah, that's a super weird angle on this. Now, you can also get your own egg. Yeah. What seems like a lot. But uh, there are at least two, pledge, three pledge levels to send various sized eggs to Ellen, which is, if, it were, if this worked, would be great. This is not going to work. Yeah, um, I think that the strangest thing is that the the top two pledges are limited. I guess <laughs> you only has so many of the the relevant materials, but the, right. the large eggs and the jumbo eggs, um, are limited to six. The best one is the medium egg, which is a six inch egg with a Finding Dory figure inside, along right. with a note that says, "I think you're adorable." Plus some right. Swedish fish. That's the best one. Um, I think you just do a Dory bull. I don't think you need the extra A there for like if we're sure. if I we're agree. doing puns here. Yeah, I read it, and then when you said it out loud, I was like, "Oh, that is how that looks." I pronounced it in my head without that A. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so her puns need a little little smithing. Um, yeah, it's super weird. Like this is obviously. Like, that's a great plan. Uh, by all means, if you're going to make this kind of company, send these things to Ellen. But asking people and and then limiting people 
with how much of your product you're going to send to the celebrity is a very weird business move. Um, yeah, I mean, just just doing some quick back of the envelope math here. Uh, yeah. It's 180, 210. So that's like four hundred. That's just under four hundred dollars. She got all of her top level pledges sold. She would still, you know, be less than halfway to her total goal. Right. And again, I think these yeah. are BS. I mean, the the thing is, your name is going to be on the card. So if, if this like gets to be a segment on Ellen, you could have your name on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Oh, but sure, like, if there is that, yeah. You're you're really buying a a lottery ticket there for your for your thirty five dollars. Sure. Yeah. And if you um, bought a lottery ticket and won a lot of money, you would probably also have a chance to be on the Ellen DeGeneres show. So. That's potentially true as well. Yeah, uh, it's it's you know clearly it's a joke, but it's uh, well not 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 a joke to her. I mean, it's a joke company with some good intentions there. This is a very sloppy campaign. There is a lot of mistakes happening here. So if anyone wants to learn a few things, um, yeah, there's no video for starters. Yeah, it would this, be a great uh, this, video. You gotta see someone opening the egg. Yeah. Like, it's not a terrible idea with the, in the day and age where, you know, like Loot Crate and all those other subscription boxes are going, going bananas and having, uh, you know, all of these YouTube channels doing stuff. This would fit in perfectly because it's got yeah. that sort of kitsch thing going on where it's an egg. So it's different and it's very, you know, tongue in cheek already, uh, with their, the way they're packaging everything. What does a loot crate cost? What does one loot crate cost? I am not sure, but those subscription boxes range from like twenty dollars to forty or fifty for some of them. I feel like loot crate is somewhere in that range. I'm sure there are you know exceptions on either end of that. Uh, we hosted a wedding recently for you know Robert Chan and uh, and Sarah Clark, and uh, they. Um, sent us a couple boxes in return, the Japan crate, which is awesome. Uh, and okay. I think that one is in the $40 range. And then this wow. other one that is, and that one comes all the way from Japan and it's like a pound and a half of like food. Oh wait, is it more than that? I don't even remember. Um, it was a heavy box. It's gotta be more than a pound and a half. I, I'm, I'm talking crazy talk. Uh, bless you. Uh, and then we got this other one that I swear was 20 bucks and it's like filled with two pieces of five, you know, like maybe $5 worth of stuff in there. <laughs> I'm like, not I worth it. Do it. And What's a that? loot crate is $16. If you just buy it month to month. Right. And a Japan crate original is $25 and that is a pound and a half. And the yeah. premium which includes a revolving bonus item. I don't know if you're getting right. the bonus item. Yeah, that's what we're getting. Yeah. All right. Well, the, I don't want to spoil it if this is like a gift. I don't want to tell you what that gift comes. <laughs> oh, no. It's, we already got the box for this box. Right, it was $30. That cost $30. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. I didn't realize the loot crate was so cheap. That's actually, based on what I've seen, a really good deal. As someone who signed up to a Loot Crate-adjacent product, um, I think $16 is about what I'm what I'm getting. I mean... Oh, yeah? 
if I was to assign a like they say like it's a fifty dollar value, but it's only a fifty dollar value if you wanted all of the things you happen to get at retail. Sure. Price. Yeah. Right. But yeah, you obviously are gonna pick through the twelve items and be like, I'm never wearing this t shirt and I don't like my little pony, so that goes over here and I'll take this boba fett and I'm done. Yeah, it's what 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 my subscription has really done is gotten me a lot of nice shirts to wear in my house. Yeah, <laughs> like a, 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 nice, a, a nice sleep T-shirt. Is that the Geek Fuel box or what do you? Uh, which, which one do you got? I get the WWE Slam Crate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why are you not unboxing that for Pizza Games and Zombies? Which I know it's not relevant, but still, whatever. <laughs> the relevance was my. Oh, and I guess I'm getting $30 for that. I'm definitely not getting $30 in value. The real thing is, we've been, the first one was really disappointing, and each month I've been like, well, this month it's either going to sink or swim, and each month it's given me one thing that's like, okay, this can stay for one more month. Sure. But yeah, so this is in that vein of uh, subscription boxes, and I think it could be really cool. Uh, It feels very overpriced here on Kickstarter. I mean, what's what's the base one here? Fifteen dollars. Oh, is there a twelve dollar one? Twelve dollars for an egg mailed to you. Right. So I guess that's probably in the vein of the one in the picture, which is the uh, Swedish fish and the fishing tackle, which feels like maybe you paid five bucks for that. Maybe I don't know what maybe. fishing tackle costs, but those Swedish yeah, fish I, that. Or like thirty cent, right? If you're yeah, yeah. So yeah, the value on this seems to be uh, a big offset on, uh, on the realization of making this happen. Um, yeah, they need a video. Their campaign is very terse. There's not a lot going on in here. There's no updates. There's no comments. There's no interaction with fans whatsoever. There is one backer who I have a feeling might be Mister Heidi Hop. Uh, so sad to say that their uh, excellent campaign will probably never come to fruition, but possibly some sort of resurrection in three days. Yeah, three <laughs> no? days after the campaign ends, they should relaunch it yeah. uh, with a, with an emphasis on providing things to people and not to a celebrity. Yeah. All right, well, moving on. Uh, Easter, I think. You can't really think about Easter without thinking about the apocalypse and the coming apocalypse. Uh, we already mentioned zombies, a zombie apocalypse. No, no, I don't think I don't think you're really getting the holiday of Easter, which is about the the resurrection and and hope and okay. and promise. All right, I mean, it seemed like a cool game, but all right, I'll I'll find something else. What have you found? It sounds like you need to find Jesus, and what better way to do that than with I Found Jesus, a Seek and Discover book, which is like, where's Waldo with with, with Jesus? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, it's this good. guy. Um, well, there's three people listed on the campaign, but the the Michael Orth, Teresa Richter, and Jason Grill out of Denver, Colorado, are doing a hand drawn uh, little Where's Waldo book about Jesus. This is um, kind of insane. <laughs> this is like it's especially weird because the campaign focuses so much on like the act of drawing it, 
and and then painting it and what yeah. a crazy thing to like it looks so hard i'm i'm exhausted I, I was thinking i'm like oh my god i don't know that i want to do that and this really shouldn't be called i found jesus so much as like i colored jesus sure or color. where's jesus <laughs> yeah um yeah, so they've taken all these pages of scripture, turned them into these very Where's Waldo-esque outline drawings, and man, it would take you so long to color these things in. Also, the examples they have shown of like what it's what it looks like when it's done are like probably a little nicer than the average person is gonna do. Like, yeah, that water's just all blue. I'm not making gradients. Oh no, it's not a coloring book. He, they're they're gonna send it to you like that. Oh oh, I thought you were coloring it in. No no, really? they're painting it. Oh, I like my idea better. Because <laughs> it says it a watercolored activity book. Really? All right, okay. Yeah, the activity is finding Jesus, not uh. Okay, not coloring it in. Oh, Jesus. Well, I'm not sure what what I'm more disappointed with now. <laughs> I think it's weird, and and yeah, I don't know. I don't know where Jesus is in any of these. Like, no, Jesus really was. hard to find. The one guy in the white robe, amidst all the other guys in the white robes. I, I yeah. yeah. How do you find him? What does he look like? Do they show him anywhere? I don't. I don't know. See, that's the thing about where's Waldo is they really made it made sure you knew. What Waldo looks like. I'm going to play the video. Maybe the video is going to help. Hi. Oh, I listened to the. Oh, okay. Oh, I know. These people look exactly like the three people who would make a Find a Jesus book. Right. I don't mean in any sort I, of negative way, but they're just like, if picture what, picture in your head and it's them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's them. Uh, I, yeah. They really need to show you what Jesus looks like. I mean, I've got a good sense, but yeah, I, I, like, I've seen I've seen Jesus pictures before, but like this is stylized, and there's so many people. Like, there's a lot of like dudes with beards and, and robes here. Like, yeah, it's they all basically look like possibly that guy could be. There's like at least three guys I'm looking at in this baptism of Jesus that look like they could be Jesus. Yeah. I assume because it's called the baptism of Jesus, he's one of the dudes in the river. But no, maybe not. There's at least two other guys on the on the land. Yeah. This, uh, yeah. So how's this campaign doing? Uh, whew, they they're want a to, lot of money. Yeah, they're trying to get $10,000, which is their problem. And for all I know, that's what it costs to make a hardcover book like this. But sure. They're $2,400. They have 22 days to go. They have 57 backers. Their early birds are sold out, although they're, they only had 12 early birds available. That seems like a uh, mistake, but okay. Yeah. At the top of the scale for, for $1,000, they'll send you the original hand-colored, hand-drawn, watercolored artwork from one of the things. Uh-huh. And then they have various pledges of getting books or posters or books and posters. This seems like... Is this their first campaign? Yep. This seems like 
they need to not have started with a book, especially a hardback. Uh, just, I think, start with the poster, you know? Yeah, or honestly, find a way to do it for five thousand dollars. If they, if we were at the same point twenty two days to go, and they only needed another like twenty six hundred, I'd be like, they're gonna get it. Whereas right now, like the act of not being closer to your goal is going to hurt you getting to your goal. Right. Then again, I don't know if you know this, but there's like a whole industry of super religious Christian movies. Sure. No. Yeah. Yeah. what, the like, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. One just came out, uh, and so all this really needs is for one of those kinds of up. groups to pick it up. Yeah. As soon as someone's like, "Yep, do this," they'll they'll explode. Yeah, I mean that's true. N- niche marketing, I'm sure, would bring us to uh, to fruition easily. Uh, it's not a terrible product, you know. It's a good idea, although it clearly was based on somebody went. I got it. I found Jesus, right? And then you find it. It's like this weird stoner Christian thing. <laughs> yeah. With a little, with a little where's like, Waldo, right? This is, this is where's yeah. Waldo. Oh, no, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, but the follow-through on this doesn't look terrible. So it actually looks decent. Um, and they, they could have done their campaign better. They could have made a better video, but the video's not awful. You get to meet the people behind it. You can see all the artwork. Uh, seeing what Jesus looked like, I think, would be a huge benefit. Or just having one of these him circled, like, yeah, can we, show, me what, show me what success yeah. looks like in this. Yeah. Uh, I think they need to be doing more updates, but I'm not sure how long ago this actually launched. I would assume eight days ago, since they have about 22 left. Um... But yeah, in unless one of those communities picks them up, they're probably not going to see this through. Right, but but they could. I think they could. They could build on this. They could take this. These fifty-seven backers, they'll still be able to send updates to and be like, "We're doing yeah. it again. We're doing. We're going to do it again. We're, we're going to do, do a soft back. Three grand. grand. Like that. I think a better way to have approached this campaign is to do. Uh, a poster run or even a series of three posters, you put a very low campaign goal with that kind of thing, and then you add the softback and hardback books as future projects or stretch goals. Sure. Having a campaign for $10,000 for this is just just too ambitious. It seems like you can bring this down to a couple thousand. Clearly a couple thousand they would have done. So the problem is the the printing, right? Because you have to you have to print these double page spreads so they have to be full bleed, and, and that's all. Yeah. That's oh, all, yeah. like the most expensive printing you can get. But like, yep. how many print shops did did they talk to? I bet I bet they could have done better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely a story of uh, more research on their behalf, probably to to do this. But. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they'll uh, again come back after they've uh, finished and failed and resurrect this campaign, and we'll see some uh, some uh, where's Jesus's later on. But uh, in the meantime, we're, we'll uh, we'll suck it up for them and summon all our strength because Art, it's time for. Uh,
I think, the most Easter campaign of ever. We summoned a demon. Nope, nope, we can't, we can't, we can't do summon a demon. That's that's not even part of Easter. That's maybe if we're doing Book of Revelations week, we could talk about that. But that's not a thing. No. Whatever. You do better. I can't. Those were the Easter things I found. But I do have get off my land. Something you should think about doing. You know, podcast wise, get off my podcast oh. land. All right. Yeah. Uh, Get Off My Land is a, a just-launched board game, and it got 100% of its funding in less than an hour. Holy shit. Um, not less than an hour, less than 24 hours, one day. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's better. One That's day's better. worth of hours. As <laughs> one day's say. worth of hours, yep. Yeah. They're really anxious to compare it to Carcassonne, and I'm not even sure that's that's right. But you and up to three other players uh, are in this this patch of land, and you're turning it into farms. And what you're doing is, if your if your neighbor has something you need for your farm, you there's mechanics to go and take what they have. Okay. All right. I just want to point this out that I've been making this joke the whole time. This project is actually the second one from uh, First Fish Games. They put this exact campaign out at the beginning of April and canceled it and have brought it back. Hey! We have our resurrection! (laughs) Well, they did not do very well the first time. Apparently not. It's a very similar campaign, though. They, They didn't... They don't seem to have changed very much. Maybe they just... Got a better, got a better hype going this time, or they cheated. I don't know. Interesting. So, uh, is this a game that you might donate to? Do you think? No. Yeah. This is not my kind of game. Sure. Yeah. It's cute, and I like I like all the I like all the stuff they got going on. Yeah. No. It. Yeah. I mean, I definitely would like to play this. I mean, it's got that. You know, anyone yeah. who liked Carcassonne or Settlers of Catan, it's, this is probably right up their alley. Yeah. Or it's not quite a Settlers, but yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a very... It's, 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 well, a bit it's of a got year tiles and little wooden people, so... <laughs> All right, Catan didn't invent wooden people. I just want to sure. get out in front of that one. <laughs> Maybe they yeah, did. No, it's... I don't... Th- no, they didn't... Uh, Carcassonne is the one that created the wooden people. Uh, Catan just had like the the wooden roads and um, sort of monopoly esque pieces. Uh, but yeah, this has a has some very interesting, fun art going on. Very all this farm themed stuff. Yeah, it's it's a good farm theme and like the the like yeah I like the get off my land card. I like their advertised stretch goal of a, the meeple with the sticker with the guy running with the chicken over his head. Yeah, it's a good meeple. <laughs> I like the cow on steroids. There's a lot. It's a good, it's a good look. Yeah. They, got, they got a good look. Yeah. And the farm yeah, still kind of looks like, um, I think it has a little bit of a Sim Farm. Sure. And I loved Sim Farm. I never played that. So I, I mean, to me, this looks in a lot of ways like all those, uh, real-time strategy games that you get on mobile apps where you're upgrading all your your buildings and stuff like that. It's got that sort of feel to it. Sure, like a clicker. Yeah, basically. <laughs> More like a flipper because you're 
flipping over tiles and building them up and adding stuff. Yeah, uh, don't, uh, don't click this game. Um, it's interesting. Their 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 pledge tiers are very boring. It's just more copies of the game. They don't have any. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, yeah, I think more bigger tiles and meeples would be an obvious kind of thing. Or draw me into the game. Give give me a give me a card that's me with a chicken over my head running. Oh yeah. I wonder if you can do custom meeples. Can we do that? Um, I mean, someone can. Yeah, I mean, but I guess with a sticker, it would all look close enough. You just put the face on that. Yeah. Uh, I think is the hardest thing is getting like a a good enough like this is my meeple. This is what it looks like going on. Right. It's interesting. It's got 81 uh, comments. Only one update, though. So I wonder if those commenters have come over from, you know, I wonder, is this an established game company that has done stuff elsewhere and this is just their first campaign? Technically second? Um, I'm not sure. Let's, uh, let's see. First fish game. Yeah, I'm really curious <clears throat> what they did in between the first campaign and this campaign. Cause like, no, that's clearly, have. yeah, they clearly did something that was able to push them to the point of getting that all their funding in 24 hours, which in turn put them at like number one on kick tracks, which probably brought over, you know, another 200 backers or something like that. Okay, I've gone on their, their board game geek site and they're blaming Rising Sun. Of course. Saying that they couldn't get any oxygen because of rising sun. Yeah, I mean that's I wouldn't doubt that in a lot of ways because also not just rising sun. There was um, a couple other heavy hitters like you know Thunderstone had just finished or at the time they were doing this. I guess Thunderstone would have been active. Yeah, uh, and uh, like one of the other of the big game board companies was going. Um, that's that's a f- pretty fair argument to make. Uh, and they found that window because Rising Sun just ended and Simon has yet to put out the next one. I think it starts in May, but they are bringing back another campaign really soon, uh, which is perfectly on theme because it's going to be Green Horde, the new expansion for uh, Zombicide's Black Plague, but we can't talk about it yet because it hasn't launched. But perfectly on theme. Zombies everywhere. And in, in the Middle Ages. So perfect, yeah, it's right? more on theme because of the time period, right? Like, yeah, right. That's a conceivable stretch goal is a, is a Jesus zombie. Yeah. yeah. Miniature. <laughs> oh, oh, it's too bad they didn't launch that. They should have thought about this. Yeah. This is a time for zombies and lovers. <laughs> um. Yeah, what what is the, uh, the the pledge for this one? Get off my land. One copy is uh, fifty five Canadian dollars. Is that right? For the base set, forty one yeah, American. US. Yeah, U.S. Early terrible. birds were were cheaper. Yeah, and then they were. Uh, let's. I always forget if I hit the convert thing on Kickstarter, is it going to convert back? Okay. That is the original. So, yeah, they're just over their goal, which was uh, t- basically 22000 Um 
486 backers, and they've most of the month to go. So I guess they just relaunched this like in the last two days or so. Yeah. Yeah. But congratulations! It's good that they uh, they got their due. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it just goes to show you if you do a campaign and you you <laughs> royally mess it up, keep going. If you believe in the product, I mean. Yeah, just find your 30-day window. Yeah, it could literally be about finding the right window for it. Uh, so be prepared to do that. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big commitment to be like, I'm going to push and push and push for 30 days. And if it doesn't go, I'm going to push and push and push for 30 more. But yeah, sometimes, apparently, that is exactly what you have to do. Yeah. See if we can't reach out to these guys and get someone on here to talk about that. I'd be really curious to hear just exactly how how much they researched into that to see. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that, that's exactly what happened. Like if they really did anything different this time around. Does it say how many backers they had the first time? Uh yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like it's it looks like a very similar. They have forty six this time, and last time they had. 435. What? Oh, they they brought their goal down. They made mm. money last time. Or a little okay. bit more. Alright. Yeah. Like I said, right. the thing is deciding you can do it with half the money. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You really kick Kickstarters, like that first one especially, you gotta go as bare bones as you can. And don't don't really think about the profit because you just got to get the end game out there and think about doing the second one. And the second one is where you're really going to try and get your profit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, it was kind of a struggle to find our, uh, our Easter campaigns. We learned our own lesson this week about yeah. what holidays are, uh, are really kicking it on Kickstarter. So we'll see what happens with was that? Not Easter. Yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens with next week as we look forward to Earth Day. Gonna say right now, we're probably not gonna find three green campaigns, but maybe. So oh, I bet, we, maybe. I, bet there's, I bet there's a lot of just like, this is yeah, my go friendly, you know, phone charger. Yeah, I think there's a lot more wiggle room to go green than to go uh, Easter. So <laughs> we'll see how that turns out. Um, but yeah, there's got to be at least five campaigns that are like, the first solar blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like pen. <laughs> the first solar toilet. Great. <laughs> so look forward to that. Uh, and as always, you can join us live Tuesdays on Facebook.com slash Show or find the archives Anywhere podcasts are available, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and more. I've been Sam Proof from samproof.tv. And I've been Art Martinez-Tebble from friendsofthetable.net. And if you're running a uh, Kickstarter campaign soon or it's active now, hit us up on Twitter at kickinshow or Gmail, kickinshow at gmail.com. And uh, until next time, bye. Bye. you're planning or running a current Kickstarter campaign and would like to see your crowdfunding campaign on our podcast, email me, Sam Proof, 
using the email kickinshow at gmail.com.